Welcome to Baba Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, we are going to be continuing in the book of Genesis and in reading about Noah. And we will be in Genesis chapter 8. And we will be reading from verses 1 to 22. And the title for this section is God Remembered Noah. And before we get started, I um, got a couple of Psalms I like to read, and I'm going to read you what the Bible is, like I normally do. And I'll be and I will be using the NIV New International Version. And so let me give you some of the Psalms. Psalm chapter 30, verse 5, uh, King James Version. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Psalm chapter 119 and verse 57, King James Version. Thou art my portion, O Lord. That's um, Those verses always seem to uplift me. So if you're so who's ever listening, if you may be going through some things or whatever, just um, just go back over Psalm chapter 30, verse 5, and also Psalm chapter 119, verse 57. Uh, they always seem to just give me a little bit of lift, you know, and, and keep me going when when need be. Okay, and I like to go over the Bible, so you have a way to defend the Bible or at least to make people think about the Bible. The And I got this from... Dr. Vodi Bakum, which you can find on YouTube, and also you can put his name, uh, Vodi Bakum Ministries, in your search engine, and it'll pop up his uh, website and everything. The Bible, a reliable collection of historical documents written by eyewitnesses during the lifetime of other eyewitnesses. 40 authors, 66 volumes of books, a span of 1,500 years, in three continents, Asia, Africa, and Europe. Written in three languages, mainly Hebrew and Greek, a little in Aramaic. Hundreds of subjects and topics. Okay, let's begin reading in Genesis, uh, Genesis chapter 8. And again, the title is God Remembered Noah. And this is in the Old Testament. Verse 1, But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and livestock that were with him in the ark. And he sent a wind over the earth, and the waters receded. Verse 2, Now the springs of the deep and the floodgates of the heavens had been closed, and the rain had stopped falling from the sky. Verse 3, The water receded steadily from the earth. At the end of the hundred and fifty days, the water had gone down. Verse 4, And on the seventeenth day of the seven seventh month, the ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. And verse 5, the waters continued to recede until the tenth month, and on the first day of the tenth month, the tops of the mountains became visible. Verse 6, after 40 days, Noah opened a window he had made in the ark and sent out a raven, and it kept flying back back and forth until the water had dried up from the earth. Verse 8, Then he sent out a dove to see if the water had receded from the surface of the ground. Verse 9, But the dove could find nowhere to perch because there was water 
all over the sur all, over all the surface of the earth. So it returned to Noah in the ark. Now remember, let me stop here for a minute. Now remember, uh, before God let it rain, uh, where where it was raining from the skies, before that, the way that the earth was watered was from the ground. It would be like a mist coming up from the ground, and it would water the plants and everything. So this was, you know, something new to behold for them. Let's continue. He reached out his hand and took the dove and brought brought it back to himself in the ark. Verse 10, he waited seven more days and again sent out the dove from the ark. Verse 11, when the dove returned to him in the evening, therein is... Beak was a freshly plucked olive leaf. Then Noah knew that the water had receded from the earth. Verse 12. He waited seven more days and sent the dove out again, but this time it did not return to him. Verse 13. By the first day of the month of Noah's 600... and first year... The water had dried up from the earth. Noah then removed the covering from the ark and saw that the surface of the ground was dry. Verse 14. By the 27th day of the second month, the earth was completely dry. Then God said to Noah, in this verse 15, then God said to Noah, and in verse 16, Come out of the ark, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Verse 17, bring out every kind of living creature that is with you, the birds, the animals, and all the creatures that move along the ground so they can multiply on the earth and be fruitful and increase the number on it. So that's amazing. Let's stop here for a minute. But that's amazing how they were able to live there with all these animals and the animals was fine you know, because God uh, had made it to be like that. So they... So God saved Noah and his family and be certain of the creatures. Now remember, the ark was pretty large and you can you can actually see the ark if you go, I believe it's Williamston, Williamston, Kentucky. Um, you can go to the Creation Museum and uh, the ark encounter. You can actually go into it, the, the life-size ark, how by the exact measurements, measurements in this, uh, um, in the Bible, for the ark, and then if you have the animals who are like they're um, they're small babies, you know, then you can fit all these animals in there. Um, so basically, you just have to critically think about it, like what would be the best way to go in it. But that's, you know, there's, uh, that's how it worked. But the ark is huge. Okay, so anyway, so let's continue. Uh, verse, verse 18. So Noah came out together with his sons and his wife and his son's wives. Verse 19. All the animals and all the creatures that move along the ground and all the birds, everything that moves on the land came out of the ark, one kind after another. Now remember what I said before is kinds, kinds. So that's not um, like in the species and all this kinds. It's like you have a dog kind and a horse kind, whatever. And you can have different types of dog kinds and 
or, or, or like, you know, species like, like, you know, uh, like with dogs, you'd have poodles and whatever else, uh, German shepherds, you name it, but it's still the kind, it's still the dog. So that's what I'm uh, trying to speak on, okay? Okie doke, verse 20. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord and taking some of all the clean animals and clean birds, he sacrificed burnt offering, offerings on it. The Lord sm smelled the pleasing aroma and said in his heart, Never again will I curse the ground because of humans, even though every inclination of the human heart is evil. From childhood, and never again will I destroy all living creatures as I have done. Verse 22 As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. And that's why we have right there, and that is Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. We'll read it again where it says, As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. That's why we have day and night and, you know, 24 hours and all that kind of stuff. But as long as, uh, because God said it, so therefore it's going to happen. You know, so either we can look at it like this. You have two types of people. Uh, those who are going to believe the Bible and what God says and those that just refuse. That's just how it is, you know. And God, because he created us, he knows us and everything, he knows who's coming and who's not. And then you may say, well, if he knows all this, why does he bother all this? Because he's God and this is the way he wants it. Everything he does, he already knows He already knows the outcome. We don't, but he does because he's God. He's almighty, all-powerful, all-everything. Um, he, uh, he's omniscient. You know, so that means he can be everywhere because he's God and we're not. And once we, uh, it's good to question things, but there comes a point to where we're just going to have to believe like a child. That's why it says you have to come like a child because you have to believe what God's saying in his word. You know, you can deny, question it, whatever. But in the end, if you don't come as a child in faith believing, then you're just not going to. Okay, so we've finished with that, uh, with chapter 8. And so next time we'll be in Genesis chapter 9. And the title there is God's Covenant with Noah. Let me read you some scripture. Second Corinthians chapter seven verse ten. God, godly sorrow worketh repentance. Romans chapter three nineteen the NIV. Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be silenced, and the whole world be and the whole world held accountable to God. Amen. John chapter fourteen verse six the NIV. Jesus answered, "I am the way, the truth, and the life." No one comes to the Father but through me. And that's why we have to come the way God says. 
You can't just come any way you want to. Because it doesn't work that way. First John chapter 1 verse 8, the King James Version. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. First John chapter 2, verse 4, King James Version. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. First John chapter 2, verse 6, King James Version. He that saith, he abideth in him, ought himself also so to walk even as he walked. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15, King James Version. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to do, is to give you an answer. And trying to do it as, uh, as, as Christ-like and loving as I can. But remember, the word of God will offend you. Because uh, uh, if we haven't come to Christ yet, and that means we're not a Christian, a Christian believer, then we're still in our sins. And so when we hear the truth, the truth will convict us. God's word will convict us. So therefore, we need to come to Christ. Why do we need God? Well, um, let's go through some of the commandments. Have you ever looked at another person with lust? According to Jesus, if you've done that, you've already committed adultery in your heart. And the seventh commandment says you shall not commit adultery. Have you ever stolen everything or borrowed something and never brought it back or just plain stole or you know you you picked up a paper clip or a pen or whatever and never brought it back from somebody's desk or whatever the case may be it doesn't matter how much it's worth it's it's the act this um because god's standards are much higher than ours are so that would be the eighth commandment you shall not steal and uh the ninth commandment is you shall not bear false witness have you ever lied we all have lied in one way or another, a little white lie or whatever you might want to call it. So therefore, what do you call someone that who lies? A liar. What do you call someone who steals? A thief. So we are a lying, thieving, adult, adultery person in heart. That's why we need God. That's only three of the commandments. That's why we need Christ, because we're all guilty of this. We're all guilty. We all have broken God's moral law, the Ten Commandments. Let me read some salvation scripture. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 through 10. King James Version, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Verse 10, for the heart, man believes the righteousness, with the mouth confess him in salvation. Romans chapter 10, verse 13, King James Version. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And Romans chapter 10, verse 17, King James Version. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Which is, again, why we, why we have, you know, all these, you know, why we have churches and, and ministers and evangelists and, and people, you know, with, with various ministries to try to reach people for 
Christ to give him the truth. I'm going to give you some resources now. Oh, before that, so what What do you need to do to be saved? Uh, just come to Christ with us. Uh, just pray and ask Christ to come in to I'll come with a sorrowful contrite heart. Repent of your sins and put your trust in Christ alone as you would if if you were in a plane that was about to crash and you put on that parachute because it's going to save you from the jump to come. Christ saves you from the judgment to come. So that's why we need Christ. And with coming, we just have to come as a child. Say, God, forgive me of my sins. Just come, just talk to God like you talk to your best friend or whatever, you know, but he's God. And you just ask Jesus, uh, Jesus, I come to you with a sorrowful, contrite heart. I repent of my sins, put my trust in you alone, Jesus. You know, and and be serious when you come to God because you know it's your heart. And from then on, you need to start growing in Christ Start reading the Bible daily without fail. And also, find a good Bible-believing, teaching church so you can learn, grow, and serve Christ. Amen. Let me give you some resources now. Uh, this is all you can find on YouTube and our websites, Dr. Vody Bacham. And on YouTube, Living Waters with Ray Comfort, livingwaters.com. Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham, answersingenesis.org. Wall Builders with David Barton, wallbuilders.com. Dr. Walter Martin, waltermartin.org. Apologia Studios with Pastor Jeff Durbin. And you can also listen to the audio on Apple Podcasts. And you can go to apologiastudios.com. And he has all of his videos there and teachings and everything. And you can literally get a free seminary education if you go to the website of ApologiaStudios.com, which is A-P-O-L-O-G-I-A-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com, and go to the search engine in um, the website and put Dr. Greg Bonson in, or Bonson U, and you can spell Bonson as B-A-N-S-E-N. And he was a great, uh, he was a wonderful a seminary professor, and uh, he died, and so the family had all of his recordings for him, all his teachings, and so they donated they donated all to uh, Apologia Studios, and they like remastered it digitally and everything like that. And I listened to it myself, and you, it, it's wonderful to be able to get a free seminary education like that. How great is that? If you'd like to contact us, if you need a Bible or whatever, let me know, and I'll be glad to send you one. Bible Education Institute, all lowercase, at gmail.com. The website is all lowercase, bible-education-institute.webnode.com. And you can, um, you can uh, listen to us and watch us on video and also the uh, audio podcast, the audio podcast, or... Uh, for the other ones, you can find us on YouTube and Rumble and also Helium Radio Network, heliumradio.com, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Amazon Music, Overcast, Chrome, G-Pod, Firefox, Safari, iTunes, Audible, Alexa, Google, Podbean, Internet Explorer, Podcast Addict, and others, Telegram, Getter, Twitter, Facebook, and you name it. And it's pretty, it's pretty much everywhere now. You know, the Lord's really blessed us. 
And let me give you some more of these good teachers. Um, Dr. Dr. R.C. Sproul with Ligonier Ministries, and he's on YouTube. Wonderful teacher. Um, Dr. Vodi Bakum, YouTube and online search engine. Dr. James White, he's on YouTube and with Apologia Studios. Pastor Joe Webbin, Right Response Ministries. Um, Doug Wilson, Gary DeMar, this is all YouTube. And, of course, Pastor Jeff Durbin with Apologia Studios. And... Then also, you can get books and Bibles like used. I buy a lot of used stuff because a lot of it's almost like new. And, and it's a lot cheaper on uh, Abe Books, A-B-E-B-O-O-K-S, but you can buy new ones too. Thrift Books, Amazon, and Alibris, which is A-L-I-B-R-I-S. And you can also, there's another um, good resource you can go to. TCT Network, you can put in your search engine and pop up and click on there and go to on-demand programs and uh, they have Faith and History with William Federer and he gives you all of church history. It's really cool and American history. Oh, that is Christian history. And they used to have Ancient Jewish Wisdom on there with Rabbi Daniel Lappin, but he's no longer on there. And so you can find him if you go to his website and that's all our case, Rabbi Daniel Lappin dot com and uh it, it, it and you can also find him on youtube it's really good and his wife helps him too sometimes and her name is susan lappin and it's really good and uh susan lappin also uh writes a like a blog that's called i think it's called uh susan's musings it's really good so till next time remember Read the Bible daily without fail and do what it says.